I'm Dylan Gott, and welcome to the very first fucking episode of John and Dylan Online, a show where two comedians do half-assed research into internet history. Joining me is my co-host, who will introduce the subject of our very first show, John Hastings. Ladies and gentlemen, it's I, John Hastings. I'm both hands up, Dylan. Both hands up. Both hands up. Why are we showing both of our hands? Why are we showing both of our hands? That's because today, mm. no fat, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to up the amount of chi. We attempt to improve the amount of ball elasticity. And let's not forget to improve our very important goos. I don't know. Are those sound effects? Where, I hope those are linked up because I can't really hear them. But I really hope that the audience, who I assume are sipping on an apple cider, surrounded by their family and very, very, you know, in patterned sweaters. I hope people are wearing a nice gingham top. No, Ooh. underneath, because it is no fap. You want to test yourself. Your family's in the other room, and they could enter at any time to go, why are you sipping on apple cider vinegar and calling it cider? That's not a fire. That's just an orange blanket thrown over a chair. Don't fuck with me. I'm not trying not to jack off. <laughs> <laughs> me and John are 37-year-old stand-up comedians. Correct. And the reason I think that no fap is a good first episode is because I don't think there's any more widely done weird conspiracy thing in stand-up comedy other than no fap old and young nobody's fapping anymore john uh, it's it's a fucking pandemic out there of no fapping well not no one's no fapping i'm still keeping it i'm keeping it up for We're the fap. very fap yeah dylan and i did this power if this podcast was powered by any fuel it would become this this cow this yeah we <laughs> we run on fucking gum, baby. Okay, it's just a Tesla. It's a Tesla that runs on gum. Let me. I'll I'll call Elon Musk a mm. genius when he has a car that you just jack off into, and then it runs mm-hmm. for a full day. Oh, <laughs> more fuel in the Thick, car. You know what I mean? Fucking like fucking Elmer's glue, but like more so. You fucking. I here's what I do. I take a brick out. I nut on the brick, and I fucking put another brick on top of that. That's how I built my house myself, John. That's right. I'm a big Pink Floyd fan. I was listening to the song The Wall. You said another brick in the wall. I was jacking off while I heard that. Now I got a house. You built your house. <laughs> That's fucking sick. It's a hot song. Yeah, yeah, I fucking did. My fuck playlist is just money over and over again. Ten My fuck mi- playlist is just the song Mother yeah. over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's why we fap so much. Yeah, exactly. If you do, if you fap so much, it makes nothing weird. Yeah. Oh, you're into MILF porn? Just the M is enough for me. And why are there a bunch of photos of your dad in this bathroom? He's my aspiration. Shit <laughs> That's right. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking one for the butt, one for the dick. Anyway, no. that's how we want to start this show, buddy. John, hit another sound effect that may or may not work. Okay. Yeah. Did that work? <laughs> that one definitely worked. Oh, yeah. That one was horrible. <laughs> We're talking about NoFap and uh, semen retention as well. And before we get to NoFap, which everyone says, oh, this new NoFap, um, yeah. I just want to get into the history of not beating off, John. Thank you. Very, so very briefly, because we both do stand up comedy and 
completely. Now, before you go into the history of not beating off, I would like to just say, because this is an internet culture podcast talking about culture things, that when it comes to something like NoFap and basically anything that's part of internet lore or internet medical history, there are going to be legitimately a thousand father, fathers uh, of this theory. And like everything on the internet, one of them will be relatively good and one of them will just be in service of Hitler. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to <laughs> that movement in a sense. These people are just trying to sort of somewhat medically experiment on themselves and it's really not doing anything. Yes, that's right. And those guys over there believe if you jack off, you're against Hitler. So pick a side. Yeah, man. I mean, this is the thing is a thing that like it seemingly weird and harmless. It just gets co-opted by Nazis. Like almost everything is co-opted by Nazis. I would be shocked if bronies weren't like the fact that bronies weren't then just made into fascists somehow. Like bronies just kind of stayed pretty. I guess bronies, it's kind of hard to make that super masculine. Somehow not jacking off has become super masculine. But I mean, go for it. I'm working on a theory, which is there is like a weirdness V Nazi index, which is everything on the internet has a touch of weirdness no matter what. Then you get like brony is the perfect example. Brony is on that line of we would use this to try and create more Nazis, but they're dressed like fuzzy horses. I don't fucking think so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and also look the lit legit Nazis, the first Nazis, baby. Um, the OG Nazis, though they also believed you shouldn't beat up. Yeah, of course. Like they but anyone anyone who's gonna exercise any sort of control is gonna say don't beat off because what it does is it gives mm-hmm. you the reason why there's so many supposed you hang out, you chill. It just gives down. you a sense of accomplishment and also it gives you a little tingle down below when you're not so full because your brain is like, yo, time to splash. <laughs> that is true though. Like uh when you when you juice yourself, it fucking does give you a feeling of accomplishment. And you, uh, you don't want that if you're trying to make everyone beat up people in the streets. Answer my question. How long as you've gone no nutting? I was part of a competition. I went 31 days. 31 days. I've never been in a competition. I think it's cheating if you're over 30 or 40. If you did that, when did you do the competition? 20s, early 20s. Oh, fuck. That is crazy. You must have like just fucking, I don't know, beat someone up in the streets with your face. Can we all go to 30 and all of us made it to 30 like as a group of friends? And then it was just, let's just like, let's see how long you can go to 35. One guy went to 35 and described when he jacked off, he's like, I felt like I needed to stand up and I almost cried. Oh, yeah. The first time I jacked off, so much came out. After how long did you go for in a competition? My competition? I never had a competition. The longest I've ever done without jacking off is probably like just because of family vacations, like probably like two weeks. That's a man right there. That's a man. Everyone stand up for Dylan. I'm not going to because they'll get out of camera shot. Let's applaud. That's it. You know what, you know what Dylan is here? Because we're, by the way, this podcast is also launching um, our new internet health trend, some fab. Not all the time. <laughs> yeah. How about this? How about this for a fab? Um, it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> we'll do intermittent fasting for beating off only midnight to 6 a.m. That's exactly. when you, yeah. That's what's wake up early. Thing? That's what we'll do. We'll be like, We'll get one of those fucking things where it's uh, the wake up 4 a.m. beat off back to bed. That's can what we I do. It, can we not call it a fat like our it's our feeding window? Can we call it a sticky wicket? Is when oh that's good. Up? Yeah, <laughs> my shoot window. I'm in exactly. my shoot window, so you're gonna have to leave me alone. Yo, I'm in my period, so I'm gonna need you all to either stick around or leave. 
There's one comedian who went up. The reason I mentioned it is because like all these younger comedians do it, which I get because it's like they kind of been watching porn full. Like we watch, we start watching porn at the same age because I looked it up and like still like the average age of someone the first time they see porn is like 12 or 13, which for me checks out. But like we just had one porn like we're millennials. You had one porn some and it was always weird. This is this is the thing is that we were the last vestige of you would find porno in the woods because people couldn't keep porno in their homes because like yeah. what if my wife finds oh, it? Oh yeah, I never even thought. Why was there porno in the woods? It was fucking like married men after work going into I the woods. I want you to know it took me thinking about that on an airplane back from Australia to figure that out. That was figured out two days ago by me. That 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 should have been so much clearer to all of us, and still I was like. I assume just God loves me and my friends. So we found porno in the woods. Oh yeah, dude. There, um, there's people who believe porn is fucking cheating. Like that is cheating. What? I mean, I literally people believe that. I found out recently that a marriage almost broke up because it was discovered that the husband had been to strip clubs and the wife was like, absolutely. Wow. Disgusting. And I went overhearing this conversation and I should be a bit more candid because this, this just took place. I in my head was like, you should break up now. This person sounds horrendous. That they're, they're like, you committed yeah. past crime. You can't. That's great. The uh, what was it? No, oh, <laughs> where's this with another comedian who just got fired from his strip club job? And he was saying, I was like, yeah, that strip club's weird because you get a lap dance and that they like try and initiate sex like pretty quick. Like usually it's like three songs and they're like, do you want to have sex with me? And you just go no or wow. yes. I'm going to say this right now. I have never had a stripper. I've only had one lap dance ever in my life, and that's mostly because it was at Dylan's uh, bachelor party. That was Oh, the yeah, the one stripper called you gay. Yeah, the stripper accused me of being uh, gay for not wanting a lamp dance, and then a cool goth one showed up, and I was like... <laughs> a lamp okay. dance. Yeah, I would like a lap dance from the Lord of Darkness, please. <laughs> that one was... that We went to strip clubs on a Monday in England, uh, and in England, they are not... Um, to a strip club on a Sunday, which is actually worse. Yes, on the Lord's Day. On the Lord's Day, it was you, me, and another comedian, and then three black guys in a big strip club, and that is it. Huge strip club, more uh, dancers than there were um, customers, and that is not a good scenario because they were like all they were all Eastern European, and they were all like, "Why aren't you giving us money? Why the fuck are you here?" And it's like, "I'm just, we're just here, man." No one was playing it cool. You know what? In, in Canada, they'll be like, do you want to? Yeah. Uh, no, you don't. And then they'll just go on their phone. And it's so funny to see a dancer in like dressed like that, but then just on their phone. Cause it's like, they're in the most crazy outfit, but then they're like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just playing fucking spider solitaire over here. Like exactly. I'm on candy crush. And that's also my name on the stage. Um, yeah. A friend of mine pointed this out about American strip clubs, which I really like, which is because they're still, it's just, they get their tits out. It's just like a, it just feels like a bar that like where people have gone fucking nuts. Cause a lot of American strip clubs, yeah. no VIP lounge, no bottoms. It's just literally, they just play a poison song every two minutes and a woman comes out and just boobies. And so there's like an element of like, this is fucking, you know what this party is? This party is fun. Let's have a cocktail. <laughs> Yeah, the idea that they serve strip uh, food at strip clubs in the states and and it's known and like they and people like it. Like I remember in the bubble, the NBA bubble and during COVID where they had like created this place where no they literally had created a society where COVID did not exist. Yeah. 
and a guy on the first day broke contain to get chicken wings from a strip club. Because you have to understand, especially in Atlanta is the one where I've heard, which is like literally I heard people be like, we are not going to Jones's. They don't make the good club sandwich anymore. We're going over to Stinky Pete Cheetahs. And you're like, what? What? You're the like, idea of like getting good food and seeing a naked woman is that is fantastic to me. But not for the, the fappers. They would go there and be like, no, it's so weird to have something that is puritanical, but you don't believe in God. Like, it seems like, why don't you jack off? Well, I want to go to heaven and live in paradise forever. Okay. That makes sense to me. Why don't you jack off? Cause then testosterone, I don't, the stats you're like, okay, I honestly am on the side of the religious person more. So what it is, is it's also, it's this thing of, because there's a lot of things in society where people don't feel like there's any sort of control. They don't feel like they're a part of anything, which is why you get these very bizarre communities with really rigid rule structures like popping up and they pop up and are sort of taken up in their period of the internet. This So the NoFap movement was created by a web developer in Pittsburgh named Alexander Rhodes. And here's the thing with Alexander Rhodes. He's a very 2011 personality, which is the internet in that time was still sort of the last vestiges of the pet.com era but merged with sort of the beginnings of millennial douchery i.e a lot of things have a eastern mysticism kind of like faux granola crunchy health aspect to it going completely to dylan's stupid point made by a really is it's this idea of creating this community out of nothing 2011 we're three years post the economic crash there was especially in the united states there was such insecurity Financially, in terms of employment, this is really another rise of the whole idea of the 4chan neat community. So not in education, um, uh, uh, not in education, something or training. So the idea that all you're doing is just existing online. And through that, people are finding new communities, places for self-improvement, because there's a lot of people suffering from depression and all those sort of things. Someone like Alexander Rhodes reads a now fucking um, and now disavowed study in 2003 about how not jacking off literally makes you Superman and people that are just looking for a solution. And also let's be totally honest. Dylan and I are both absolute pied pipers of self pie, but (laughs) yeah, there is a level and Dylan will talk about this a lot because of his interaction with younger comedians. I've actually noticed it too, but there's like a lot of people that are like, I've been jacking off to tentacle porn since I was 14. And I got to tell you that right this right now, just the idea of a woman makes me want to throw up. I am into a tree that's made of tits. And then it's like, oh, God, so they, they, they're having to scale back to the point because they can't get boners anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's a couple of comics were like that, where they were like they had e- erectile dysfunction at 16 because they just like seeing a woman and a man have sex. It was like boring to them by the time they were 14. And it just got weird. And they're like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was with this girl, but at no point did she run me over with a car. So how am I supposed to get hard for that horse shit? It's like the darkest version of the time. A friend of mine, uh, who is a gay gentleman said, if I have to have one more threesome, I swear to God, I'm just going to be bored. And I remember thinking that being like, how have you gotten to a place where you're literally like enough with the threesomes? How? <laughs> Cause that's fucking, that's how you should be living, baby. That's that's the other thing is like some people will like we'll talk about celebrities who do not fap in in a bit. And I feel like some of that is cheating where it's like, yeah, you're a millionaire. You don't have to masturbate. You are having regular sex with literally whoever you want. 
also age is a huge aspect to it. Like I think age also, is huge. Like, if you're no fapping at 20, that shows some real um, steel will. Also, man, that's when you got a Mustang. Take it for a ride. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's some. Uh, well, I mean, I said celebrities, but historically, we're t- we talked about the Nazis. Another famous no fap guy who obviously it wasn't. He wasn't online. John Henry Kellogg, who made the Kellogg's Corporation, he was a Seventh Day Adventist, which basically was like, "Hey, Protestants are pretty weird. Let's make that a bit yeah, weird." Exactly. It's one of the many things that America does not get credit for, which was Christians got to America and they were like, "This seems like a place where Christianity can get weird." And it's like, "Yeah, man, there are no one just holding a bunch of snakes here." Oh yeah, like, what? Yeah, most of the thing about Kellogg's was like the breakfast back in the late 1800s were super heavy. Like there was like gravy at breakfast and John Harvey Kellogg in the most Protestant thing I've ever heard was like, food's too tasty. Now we need to fucking half that taste. And it it should be food should be unendingly punishing. Mm. Masturbation is a sin. Why feels good. Nothing should feel good. I move to make the ground just rocks. Sand mm. is banned. Yeah. Seats banned. Beds banned. Mm. Oh, yeah. Cut off. Everyone has stomachs now. <laughs> yeah. You just stomachs and uh chewing. Yeah. Only <laughs> if it's rocks. Rocks Can are I the say, only food now. Say this about any corporation that goes back to the eighteenth the eighteen hundreds. Like watch out for how unfun the origins are. The origins always of our company in the Oh my god, yeah. We're literally like, How did you make your money? Well, I I knew a bunch of people from another country and my grand great great grandfather really wanted to kill them. But he knew that was illegal, so he just blew them up in a tunnel and later sold that to a railroad. Now we have billions. And it's just like, oh, God. Or it's like, what did you invent? Oh, do you know that weird, terrible-tasting food in the morning your grandfather had to eat because he had heart problems and your grandmother was like, no more eggs? That. Oh, yeah, baby. I also That's just what say, I love. Why mm-hmm. isn't there gravy at breakfast? If we're going to have – what what a better time to start the day – what a better time than gravy to, in the morning? What am I going to have gravy in the evening when my day's already done and I'm sad? I mean, you, you would have such a <laughs> start day. the day bad. Start the day great. How was your day? I've, I, I dipped this fucking egg sandwich in gravy, you fucking. No, you punk. don't dip. There was no dip. It was literally like now, I have a I'm adapting old it to bucket me. of gravy and I, I have an old bucket that I use for mop water. I'm not rinsing it out. I'm just free pouring gravy on this. Also, gravy. I love that, like, the late 1800s, people would be like, we need to get back to what we were, you know, before, 150 years ago. It's like, somehow we were actually less healthy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's so true. You can look at, like, studies now. It's like, that's true of now. There's so many people that are way less healthy. Like, there's so much more food and so many people way more unhealthy, even though they have way more food. And it's like, why? And it's like, well, they're just eating styrofoam and the color orange. God damn it. <laughs> oh, buddy. You're- but orange tastes... Good. So here is the official description of the, from the NoFap website. We are not an anti-porn or anti-masturbation website. We're a recovery website. As we do not advocate against people engaging in moderate use of either, we're here for people whose porn use and masturbation have become excessive, out of control, and detrimental to their lives. We've existed since 2011, and the World Health Organization formally began recognizing compulsive sexual behavior disorder in 2019. That's what they were campaigning for for a long time, and it finally happened. So, I mean, that is whatever. That is, yeah, obviously, if you're jacking off too much, maybe scale it back. 
Also, I do like that their logo is just a rocket ship taking off. Sure. I completely agree because that looks like cum leaving your dick. Let's be completely honest. Second of all, I want to just point out, and this is something that's so indicate when it coming to any sort of subculture. Whenever they're referencing something that's supposedly to give them esteem and credibility, but there's a detail off of it, this is always the case. And this is a classic one where they were like, we're recognized by the World Health Organization that says this thing we don't like is also bad. But in no way does it endorse our methodology for curing it. <laughs> yeah, that's something I want to talk about later is like the thing that makes no fap and semen retention really weird is the same thing that every internet thing is the grifters who come in. Like the paleo diet is like something that gained prominence because people were like, hey, all these ancient cultures did this maybe and they didn't have, you know, diabetes. So maybe there's something to it. So it comes from like a, you know, a place of go for it. What I like to think about it in terms of stupid internet culture, if, you, if you've ever been to a bulk barn, they have all these big barrels filled with like nuts uh, and you scoop them out and put them in your bag. Basically, if you think of the internet is a billion, a room of a billion of those barrels and you can pick up little pieces of life advice and philosophy that whether or not they're going to help your life, they probably won't. But what happened, what has happened in the last 20 years is very nefarious forces have come and sort of either put their own barrel that looks exactly the same as the NoFap barrel, or they've literally gotten in the NoFap barrel and been like, yeah, take a scoop of this. Oh, by the way, but you know what I'm saying? So, because what has happened is NoFap, because it is such a translatable tenant for so many really dark ideas the proud boys nazis the men's like the manosphere my personal favorite dark corner of the internet what a bunch of bearded fucks um just shut the fuck up about butter uh all of those sort of groups have taken nofap as a tenant but why nofap is the most fascinating is because alexander rhodes is your classic early millennial nerd in that he has found himself a corner and a patch and he is standing on it and there is no moving him off of that patch no matter how many people take his philosophy and adapt it to use it as a recruitment tool for truly evil organizations he's like uh no no fap is good and it's just like yeah man but like literally like fucking shithead gavin mcginnis like is literally being like if you don't jack off that means that you're with me and he, could you just disavow that and you're like no Anyone who doesn't watch porno is my friend. And you're like, oh, fuck. You just, you're, you're hard to talk to, Alex. It's Alex. This is everything, every single thing. And the reason they all co opt it is it's a boost, it's the boost in testosterone. It's the doubling of your testosterone. Which it doesn't actually do, but, it, but what's so annoying it does, is. Just, honestly, here's the crazy thing is multiple studies show this. It does in the short term, in a seven day period, sometimes. People's okay. testosterone goes up a bunch, but then it goes back down. Because, because but that, basically, that's, that's like your body being like, oh, get this nut out. It's the other thing. Then you like, don't. And your body's like, I guess you're a loser and you're fucking don't want a nut. We try to make you a man to tell you to come. That's why we're starting our new organization, Dylan. The FAPS. 99% <laughs> of no FAP is men. So, of course. And 1% is. Uh, also, man, they've changed the statistics. I do not also. I do not believe anything that a man named Alexander Rhodes from Pittsburgh, when it comes to statistics, I don't believe him. I asked a bunch of people, like who, me, myself, and Irene, who's also me. I like that movie. That's exactly the joke he would do. I guarantee it. Well, if people also use quote studies. I would say it is in the single digits in the world of people who've actually read those studies. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, you know how long these fucking studies are? Click on any study, even if you're like, I vehemently believe this study is correct or incorrect, and you click on it and you're like, you win, study. This is 900 pages about if ants have bigger dicks than spiders. First of all, I did that study, and they do. Oh, yeah. Of all, and it was hot. Uh, second of all, my mom is a university professor, and I like to argue with her about politics. And the amount of times an academic study has then been brought up on a laptop, and I have to then sift through it because she's made a point from it. And it's like, this is not fair. You're the only person that would be like, uh, actually, I think you'll find. Go fuck yourself. University of New Brunswick. Yeah, what we're trying to do on this show really is is bring back the times where you didn't look things up. It's one guy told me this in a bar, and that is the truth now. That's what we want. The bar. Um, the other thing that I think is very fascinating about um, is about NoFap is the fact that like they, as a little organization, have kept going, and they continually bat away sort of like negative aspects and stuff like that. They literally are just constantly like, actually, it does this, 175. 175 and it's the again the seeds planted if you see how so many organizations keep going in the face of facts that contradict their point and it is very much something bred by uh the online culture but the idea of like no fap is based off of a study from 2003 that has been disavowed and is not true that all that they do to continue their low going is they just keep that disavowed no longer true part out of any documentation and they just are like we good we rock and you're like god fucking damn it guys i don't think you good and i do not think you rock yeah it's it is at best short term not forever and we're going to take a short break now and we're going to talk about the best people on the internet the semen retention people we're not gonna oh hey dylan what would you like the people that are listening to the show right now to do Stop what you're doing right now. Stop doing your fucking dishes. Stop fucking ignoring your family at dinner. I guess if you're listening to a podcast at dinner, that's sociopathic. Rate, review, and subscribe now. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you took that break to not jack off, but instead retain some <laughs> semen. Because- oh, yeah. Let's talk fuck semen retention, baby. Okay, I'm fucking retending all this semen. Dylan, tell me more. So semen retention is something Dylan messaged me about that I only checked this morning. I watched two alleged doctors talk about it on YouTube. Here's some real signs that they are not good doctors. One, if the YouTube video starts with a preset, the stars from oh, Windows yeah. Media Player in 2007, get the fuck out. This is not a real doctor. And also dry mouthed woman. <laughs> there is like there is i forget what their her name is but there's a lady who's like here's why um semen retention is hot to girls which is one of the funniest things um i know every time i've been on a date a girl was like so you just do you have all your cum or or is some of it outside of you and i'd be like oh no i have all of it and then she'd be like here is a form this is the form you have to get my father to sign. We're getting married. Give me your cum or whatever. Stop yeah. retenting it. Semen retention is like the next level is the internet version of NoFap. NoFap is like a weird guy read something. Well, I guess that's very internet too. Semen retention is like the next step up where it's like, here's semen retention. Um, and this is via healthline.com. And I want to stress healthline.com is like when my son was under a year and he was having breathing problems. I helped use healthline.com to alleviate my wife's anxieties about his about his health and 
they have a whole article on semen retention because the world is fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm also, I just want to let you know, semen retention to NoFab, what it really strikes me at is if you get into the men, men's right activists, there's a quarter of men's rights activists, yes. which I can't remember what they're called, but it's like, we're um, like like primal sexual. And what it is, is just gay guys that are super closeted and they're like, we're so tough and we love men so much. We fuck men, but in nowhere are we gay. And it's like, I mean... I disagree, but I really like that the mental leap that you guys have taken and uh, semen retention has that same level of intensity where it's like, we are not those no fap cunts. We retain our semen. Therefore we are mm -hmm. better. It's like, Oh, okay. What darkness is associated with this? Oh, we retain our semen and we drown women in that semen. Oh Christ. Oh Christ. Okay. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Dylan. Yeah. Tell me more about what I assume is going to involve a lot of uh, maroon carpets and men chanting. Well, this is some. This is just some studies. 2018 researchers conducted a study on the length of ejaculatory abstinence and semen characteristics. They noted varied quality and limited nature of existing studies. Evidence suggests that an abstinence period of less than a day, rather than a longer abstinence period, is linked to improvement in sperm mobility. Go ahead. The, this is not what semen retention people. They're like. Yeah, man, my sperm, my sperm, I want fucking more mobility. In the year 2000, a, sto uh, a study of male athletes researchers found that sexual activity didn't have a detrimental effect on athletic performance, but having intercourse two hours before a competition could. I mean, I and can then, hear, so yeah. without looking at the medical study, why do you think sexual performance can affect an athletic ability? Here's what I'm thinking it is. Um, you're not going to keep your eye on the prize because you're already like, I already slammed a 10 because I made like, whatever, man. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, <laughs> you think I give a fuck about the gold? I got the white on her face, bruh. And then you're just looking for people to high five on her face on her face. But instead of participating in the Super Bowl, that's what you would do. Instead of, instead of participating in the Super Bowl. Yeah, bro. I don't need to bro. I don't need to get out there. I fucking Billichek, Billichek. I fucking won. It's Belichick. No, it's Billichek now that I fucking oh, Whatever, I'm too I, relaxed. I, I fucked a girl thing. that looked like you, Bill. You fucked a girl that looked like <laughs> me. Yeah, that's what I'm into. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so I'm into coaches. Yeah, old I'm into, coaches. I'm into people that look like some sort of weird tarp made of leather that hasn't been properly put away. Basic, uh, a 2007 study found that androgen receptors in the brain, which help your body make use of testosterone, were lower with frequent masturbation. And then Three separate small studies said, these are small studies, but 28 people said that you do have a short-term gain in testosterone by not jacking off for seven days. Anytime an internet medical study uses the word receptor, run the fuck away. <laughs> and then I found like oh. kind of a short explanation on some of the benefits of semen retention Go according ahead. to the semen retention people. And I want to sit, use this site because it SRP? is from... Bro, Joe, you, baby. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they found our... And that's a dot .org, bitch. That's a fucking website. That's a org. <laughs> it's not... There's no money. These bro Joes are here just for fucking charity. So these guys have nothing to do with brojoyou.net. That's a different organization. So that's like the Yale to their Harvard? What's brojoyou.net? It's a new website I've started called brojoyou.net. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, buddy. Get on org. GoDaddy. Buy it. I'm not going GoDaddy. This is it's uh this is we're in the we're in the internet science. I do not I do not respect GoDaddy. All websites you're just allowed to have one. You just think it and it's yours. 
Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, you should be born and you should get a GeoCities. That's how it should work. I think the only way you're not allowed to get a um, a number that allows you to do a job until you have your own GeoCities and you put whatever on it, so we just know what your personality is going into the world. <laughs> yeah, you should have a GeoCities that you get to update every five years, so you just have to deal with the one you made when you were twenty for five whole years, and you're like, "Fuck, I can't wait for that fucking five years to be up." I really wish that a friend of mine's GeoCities was preserved that he handed in in web design and it showed the parliament buildings of Canada being run over by a tank and then lit on fire. And the guy was like, what is this for? And he's like, it's my politics website. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick, bro. Year, and I must stress this. The year was, Dylan, what year was it? 1999. It was 2001. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. November. Was it late in the year that he submitted this? It was. It was December of 2001. Oh, make the connection. Sick. <laughs> so here, all right. So here's some here's some benefits of semen retention. Go ahead. Self confidence and a notable boost in courage. Don't need either of those things. I have too much courage. I actually attractiveness the to the opposite sex. What about the opposite sex? Attractiveness. Don't need that. <laughs> I, is attra- attractiveness to the opposite sex. Not sure if that's a sentence. Energy and focus. Mental clarity and awareness, including social situations. I'm going to say this right now. The following things that everything supposedly, like, it gives you mental clarity. When you think about the mental clarity sounds so great. What every anything does. Shitting gives you mental clarity. I farted coming off an airplane two days ago, and I've never been more zen in my entire life. It was almost a fart. <laughs> and it was while I was walking, and it was like, some, you know, like when a magician's pulling out that scarf from his pocket? It was like that, but if they were like the size of my fist, and they were in my asshole made of air, that gave me mental clarity. Groundedness, calmness, significantly reduced anxiety. That one's a flat-out lie. That's like First one of, of the best ways to relieve anxiety is to shoot. One of the best ways to really, also bear in mind, I was, and Dylan knows this too. We've been spoken. We've spoken to a man who says, if you've had too much pot, sometimes you got to jack it out. And as someone that has tried that, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. If you get too high, <laughs> if you get too high using weed, blow a load. He's not wrong. That's, that's what we want you to take from our podcast. That's the only piece of 100% solid of advice. If you get too high, you got to jack off then and there, no matter who's around. I got two pieces of advice. They both involve weed and mental clarity. One, you feel a bit too high and you're by yourself. Pull that pud, my friend. You'll reset. Two, if you're not alone, but you still need to reset, cup of orange juice. Not as good as pulling your pud. But oh, yeah. Orange juice. Orange juice is a big one. Cuts your high in half. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing beats beating the bishop so you can get mm. the Sunday goods. But if you want to pour orange juice on your hard dick, that's fucking you won't even be high ever again. If then you, you want to attain the, the highest level of semen retention, you actually need to get a tiny funnel and you need to pour some orange juice down your dick hole. And if you can do that without screaming, you get to level seven gold semen retention, which is your your cum becomes purple. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this is like pretty much amateur Scientology, but you get a deeper voice, you no. lose weight, increased muscle mass, better sleep. That's a lie for sure. Clear skin, no acne. You can, t- you can see who they're aiming this at with the no acne thing. Oh, yeah. The last one is, but also all of these are basically like benefits of having more testosterone. So it's all linked to that one study. And the reason also why you would use all of that is if it's someone who's cross-referencing research. It's the other thing is all of these articles are also written to like maximize 
like stupid things like social media op- uh, optimization because they're all using the same words of mental clarity, clear your head. T- like they're all using not the like they're not all going. It makes your testosterone more, but they're giving all the same side effects. So it's one of those things where it's like if you Google them, that's going to come up. It's again feeding the whole beast. It's the sort of it's the wonderful grifter side of the marketplace that is the uh, the internet is that everything backs up the claim of one fuck in, with glasses going. This is like again. This all traces back to making a web developer in Pittsburgh slightly more donations on a website with a rocket fucking drawing on it. Like this is the why the internet oh, stinks. Yeah. Is it's literally like a man in a goatee is sat on a carpet talking about how you need to retain your fucking juice. And as a result of that, a man named Alexander, who I guarantee does not go by Alex, is making is is <laughs> he's like upped a tax bracket by one as a result. But. This is what I wanted to talk about the most. I want to talk about the fucking NoFap Grifters, baby. I love the NoFap Grifters. They're my favorite part. Grifters are what... The only thing Netflix makes anymore is Grifter documentaries. And frankly, let's do away with any other documentaries that aren't Grifter documentaries. They're so fun. I particularly love men's rights grifters, and you get so many of them in the nofap movement because the amount of them that are just totally muscular, naked on a carpet, being like, "Don't you want to be like me? Really attracted, attractive. I make no mistakes. Fuck you. Like that's exactly. Like, it's just gross. Go ahead. So many people in medical coat in white coats that want you to think they're a doctor, and they are. And I cannot say this enough. Very much not a doctor. So. We'll talk about some of the ones that are like kind of this guy. He hasn't been explicitly said as a grifter yet, but Andrew Huberman, Andrew Huberman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of John and Dylan go online. One of our little bits is a little thing I like to call Huberman watch. We are watching John Huberman slowly go from being a man who works at an actual university to being a guy that's got probably $80 million and a big podcast and is going to say something wild about neuro- neurology. It's Andrew Huberman, line? actually. So remember his name because he what doesn't seem too problematic. John Huberman. Pardon you me. confused you and him. I did. I confused. Yeah. Listen, we're both, we are both on our way to creating a fascist army, but just in very different paths. <laughs> Pretty much now he's just being like, he's a neuroscientist and he's just talking about how to rewire your brain to lose weight and have a bunch of loads. But it's like he does the thing where he will put a video online that's just about like, I don't know, strengthening pathways in the brain. But then I hope he has a social media manager who'll be like the best way to not nut. (laughs) That's what the video is called. So part of the thing to watch for with the Internet is. So uh, in the wake of 2016, social media companies adjusted the algorithm for users because governments were putting huge pressure on them because they essentially just like, oh, we made a factory for nightmares. So they've adjusted the algorithm for other people. So if you'll notice, people in general are not at like there are intense examples of but their people are not as committed as intense. Not everyone's on edge because of those algorithms have been scaled back in terms of grabbing and throwing you really dark stuff. That has not happened for anyone who is a rampant terminally online influencer so that the way they were given money the way it is geared for users growth is more shocking more specific titling and you're you're sort of led towards certain categories which is why the internet constantly narrows in terms of view and discussion into very specific topics because that is sort of what is happening to those influencers as they are being rewarded by talking about those more topics more and more because those communities are the ones that are actively online throwing money so you'll watch as andrew huberman if this does 
hold to um, hold to the theory of John and Dylan is that it's going to narrow more and more. And he is going to start titling videos with like no fat equals enlightenment, stuff like that. The other thing to always watch out for is if someone is online with a podcast claiming to be a scientist and they start talking about the benefits of nicotine, I always worry because that feels like someone who stays at the lab late to research because he doesn't want anyone to contradict his views. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is from, I mean, honestly, this is stuff, this is Andrew Huberman talking um, basically about porn addiction and stuff. So there's a bit of that, but then other, so other pages will take like this one. I, I just type no fap into YouTube and neuroscientists, no fap benefits that will shock you, Andrew Huberman in brackets. And, and pre- he's mind. pretty much talking about don't watch porn, but then it gets rejigged. Neuroscientists. So- and testosterone is, and energy will flow like crazy whenever you want. Scientific trick. So the thing with the business not, core, <laughs> not watching porn is good. You shouldn't watch it that often, but it's that quick thing of it. Like, like everything, it speeds up so quickly. Don't watch porn. Never watch mm. porn. Never jack off. Own a woman. Like, it's just, you're like, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, it is the whole thing of like, hey, I should. Moderation is a lot harder. Oh, fuck off. Than you'd think. You know what I mean? That's right. So it's easier to wrap your head around like, oh, I'll just never do that. Yeah. And it's also that idea of it's so interesting how like rigid we all, like the internet's so like it's all it started off. It's a place for freedom. And now it's all like it's a place where you get a new set of rules to live your whole life by. Yeah, exactly. Well, the internet's too good. And then everyone stared at it for 20 years. And now everyone's trying to basically have a multi-level marketing scheme where the essential thing is like, hey, man, maybe just go outside. Yeah, exactly. The, the amount of different ways you're just being sold, like, turn off the computer. You know what I mean? Like, but they're like, go to the park. Yeah. Instead of go to the com- at the park, bring your computer to the park and stare at it there and you're a bird. And you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> All of the YouTube thumbnails for NoPap are just a guy standing. First one is him depressed at a computer. And then the next one is him standing in public with women around him. And, and it's I- like, also just standing in public is good. The new big red flag in terms of YouTube thumbnail for me is when the entire description of the video is written out in the thumbnail of the video. Watch the fuck out for that one where it's literally like, like no, no fab leads to man eating car. And the description is then written also on the thumbnail. That always is to me is an indicator of like this person is trying to create an audience. They are leaving nothing to chance. They and like and. And big cubes, he loves a very, he doesn't have it on the video's thumbnail yet, but right next to it, very intense description. Huberman, you're on my fucking list. Go ahead, Dylan. <laughs> Huberman, you're on the fucking list. Huberman but he's list. being used a lot for this, uh, talking about porn addiction and losing weight and shit. Uh, Jordan Peterson, that's it's more of like an ancillary one. My favorite is this dude, Hamza, who comes out, or Hamza, he comes up when you type in nofap, he's all over it. Uh, how this guy fucking hates his dick, never uses it, has learned to piss out his butt. Um, and this is just from a blog of a guy who also, this is the Hamza thing I love is this dude, the guy who wrote this blog likes Jordan Peterson. And here's a quote from it. It's um, renowned clinical psychologist. Jordan Peterson sells his programs of self authoring suite for only twenty nine ninety. for each of the separate programs. Harvard psychiatrist Dr. Elak Konja sells his full bundle guide at $60, 20 for each of the three separate modules. Whereas in comparison, Hamza's 30-call program is lifted $747 and his 60-minute program is priced at $997. (laughs) So 
it's pretty dope that you would be charging that much more than people who are already grifters. Um, I see your Hamza and I raise you the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys are my favorite new no famp influencer because they've added something to it, which still allows you to famp, which is you can jag off, but near a woman. And what I like about it is this is how I imagine the meeting. We got to make a no fap part of our policy. And then everyone stood up and went, bro, we are neckbeard bartenders from 2012 and we suck. We have to be able to jack off. And then it's like, all right, well, we need to find our loophole. You can do it near a woman. Yeah, but she doesn't have to consent. Uh, I mean, this is the Proud Boys, so we're probably pretty creepy. Good, good. As long as we can be creepy, I'll hail the Proud Boys. Like, it's just so fucking stupid that they're like, no fap is bad. We also fap sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, well, the whole thing, the way it started is no nut November, and then that goes into destroy dick December. <laughs> so there you go. What happens in destroy dick December? Do you just... You fucking beat off a ton. Yeah, I like that. I like destroy dick December a lot. But then you just don't do the no nut November. But about also then there's uh there's February. That's where Fa- that's where you get February. Right? Jacuary, February, Master Barch, Ass, Jack Off April, <laughs> Master A. Uh and of uh, course fucking Jack Jude, Jack July, S, and then a bunch of jacking off in your fucking before the sunlight August. Yeah. And then of course September. Spank Timber. Of course, in October is October. That's where you you don't jack up, but you get real hard and look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's known. Well, and then some of this is in like tantric sex, where you 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 can you can bust, but it, there's no there's no stick. You know. I remember from th- one of my favorite memories from theater school. Uh, I was in a bar called the Electric Pussy in Montreal. I can't remember what that was. French Fafunde Electric. And a guy walked up to a girl, I do tantric sex. And she went, what is that? And he went, it's sex with a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was in the 90s. They said Sting could have sex for six hours. But then it came out that he counted dinner, which I thought was super funny. He counted oh, no, dinner. dinner's part. Yeah, he was counting dinner. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, dinner's part of it." No, it's not. Dinner is very. Dinner is very much going against sex because if I eat the way I want to eat, there's no sex happening. I'm full of, for some reason, meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what dating show it is, but my wife watched the Brazilian version of it and just how forward Brazilian people were. Where this guy literally was like, "Hey, it's our third date. Don't eat too much because we're fucking." Like <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> He was like, you can't eat too much. Leave room for some dick. And she was like, I will. Do you that's remember, pretty dope. You remember in the 90s when if someone ordered oysters, that was like, that's an aphrodite. There were so many. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. It was such a weird. Kind of Cosby someone with oysters. And yeah, then she'd nice. eat a full two pounds of oysters. You're like, this isn't working the way I want. I also think that what is not explained, especially for people of our generation, is because of when we got the internet, the thing with sex is it went from literally like friends. It's like they're kissing because they had green beans and that makes your nipples hard to literally like not like literally like this girl got in the bus and all these eight guys are going to fuck her holes. And you're like, where, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Where was the middle ground? It's like, there is no middle ground. Do you want to watch porn? <laughs> and Lenny? No. Well, too bad. That's what's for dinner. Yeah, here's the secret. We've never had a good attitude towards sex. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Yo, can we also stop with let's go? I'm I'm officially done with people just yelling, let's go. I fuck off. I fucking, we're not going anywhere. We're in hell. We are going. My favorite NoFap YouTube video title is by Captain Sinbad, and the title is Women Can Smell the Retention on You. Oh, they can smell it. (laughs) 
it's also they smell other things like bo and i assume also come even though you're doing semen retention yeah it's, that's the fucking thing man you fucking if i didn't jack off for fucking a week i'd gain five pounds it'd just be loads just f- extra five pounds of fucking shoot in me if i didn't jack I, off, I would gain five but i'd be taller I'd blood because of the amount of murders i committed <laughs> um celebrities that don't jack off this is my favorite thing where it's like no fap celebrities they'll say tesla freud gandhi steve jobs napoleon hill 50 cent kanye all of them weird i'm gonna say this right now kanye is a these are the things you learn from listening to kanye's interviews he's liked hitler a lot longer than we were all aware of and that guy yeah. had a real issue with porn addiction because i've never seen someone so openly been like you know, then, you know, you, you watch porn for eight hours and then you just write Jesus walks. And he says it in a way where it's like, you know, it's 24 hours. You have a bunch of phone numbers of porn stars. You call because your friends because you see them more than your real friends. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What was that Kanye? And he's like, you know, Hitler is real and you've watched so much porn that you just assume everyone's going to be naked. <laughs> well, I would see Kanye is so mentally ill. I would imagine him watching porn for eight hours while standing. Like oh, no jack off, just standing, staring unblinkingly, being just like, a- this is humanity. Just in a full suit. Like, you know the scene in Taxi Driver where Travis Bickle takes um, uh, Sybil Shepard oh, to, yeah, to the porn theater? That's cool. I think that Kanye took, did that to uh, Kim Kardashian. Like, Kanye saw that in the movie. He was like, that's a great idea for a first date. And then he took Kim Kardashian to mm-hmm. a porno theater. And Kim Kardashian is just too obsessed with status where she's just like, he's got enough platinum records. Just fucking roll with it. He is a genius. All right. Let's just keep it going here. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much no fap. Also, I would like to say this as a, if you're having problems with porn addiction, seek help, but you don't have to fucking, yeah. you just got to have memories. You got to, I don't know. I was a virgin until I was 23. You can just fucking, and you can just talk to somebody. I was, I would have been prime for no, oh. fap. I would have, I would have probably not fapped quite a like bit. Two people that if they were 19 now would re, we wouldn't love Andrew Tate, but we did used to love Andrew Tate. Do you know what I'm saying? If you, yeah, if you're like, I don't get how people can like Andrew Tate. It's like, did you ever discover and like Andrew Dice Clay? Because that's, that's the, the same thing. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing. Because guess what? Andrew Dice Clay, when I was 17, it was literally like, someone called the church. Jesus is back. Like, <laughs> what are you? What are, oh, yeah. What are you saying that he's done nursery rhymes, but they're very mean towards people? You heard me. Little boy blue, he needed the money. Put it on. Put it on right fucking now. Put it on right now. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Also, but like You're a lot of those were just stolen. Yeah, they're all the the entire thing is stolen from Otto and George. So Otto, so you this is oh, no, I meant like there's an old James Brown. There's him doing some of those in the fucking sixties. Of, of course, it's like old. They're old weird yeah, stuff. Like Otto, yeah. Uh, Otto and George started as a street started as street performers in the Bowery and in Alphabet City in New York, and he would do those when no one was around because it was like a known thing, and then he would do them up suppose like walking on stage and like in between jokes, and then character comedian Andrew, whatever the fuck his actual name is, Andrew Silverstein Clay or whatever, saw it, then started doing them in his act, and um, Otto Peterson of Otto and George, who's just a crackhead puppeteer, then went on the. Um, uh, Opie and Anthony show and like attacked dice in such a way that you could tell like, Oh, this is real. And everyone's very uncomfortable because they do not handle the truth of the situation. So guys, if you have a porno addiction, reach out. And also if you want to hear people bash Andrew dice clay, that's Google Otto and George Opie and Anthony. And by the way, do not look at what Opie and Anthony are doing now that they've broken up. 
Speaking of the people that are turning uh, people in the manosphere into Nazis, welcome to Anthony Cumia. Oh, yeah. Let's fucking we'll do an OPNT episode one time. Oh, but yeah, uh, John, to wrap this episode up, we did record this episode once and we've re-recorded it now that we kind of have an idea of what this show is. John, let's wrap up on what's the weirdest place you've jacked off. Great point. I, the weirdest place I've jacked off, I think would be a botanical garden in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada during a minus 40 cold snap and blizzard. I did that because my friends and I had engaged in a weird truth or dare competition where we were pissing and shitting in various public places. <laughs> there you go. And it almost ended up in someone, one of my friends vomiting on another one of my friends and someone needed to end the competition and I end competitions. So you know what I did? I was a fucking, I think I was either 13 or 14 and jacked off in the middle of fucking winter. That's what I fucking bring to the party. Me tent family vacation to a book a book what book <laughs> stephen king's it chapter oh, two no i even know chapter what... two is important oh, chapter two that's better not, not chapter one not i haven't read chapter one never will <laughs> have you but there's a here's the problem with stephen king's literature is stephen king has a lot of how do i say this flowers blossoming in a real creepy way like the amount of times stephen king typed out she was 14 and just learned her womanhood. And you're like, Steven. She was 14. Then he leaves like nine spaces in the book yo, yo, and just puts yo, yo and then just <laughs> another nine spaces. Uh, also, but it's so funny <laughs> jagging up to a book where you're like, afterwards, you just look at the uh, uh, picture of the author and then you just walk into the woods and you're like, I live in here now. If your parents had caught you jacking off, do you think your mom would have been weirdly proud? Well, at least it wasn't the pornography. If they had caught me jacking off to a book, I think that my mom would have just probably been way too encouraging. Like you're becoming a man. Yeah. You're becoming <laughs> no. a learned man of books. <laughs> I knew he was smart or something like that. I bet you you're, and also this is your stepdad who let's be honest is a real man. And I guarantee he would have been stood next to some wood being like, now that you've done it once to the book, remember that chapter. That's yeah. That's yeah. you don't do that anymore. Uh, yeah. John, in the first episode, you told me, what the weirdest thing you jacked off to was. Can you please share that again? I forgot what I said because I'm very tired. I, I'll never forget. Please tell, remind me. You masturbated to the Night at the Roxbury, was of it? Of course. And I masturbated to Molly Shannon and Will Ferrell having sex at Night at the Roxbury mm -hmm. because bear in, bear in mind, this was a time before internet porno was accessible. So just the idea of two people simulating sex no matter what, you just be like, I like this. Even though she was saying credenza a lot or something like that doesn't matter it's too <laughs> have sex hey, I'm for it hey man we're old pieces of shit i remember still images i remember a clearly faked photo of sunny from the wwf did it for me um i remember when a friend of mine just drew some porns that his brother had and then sold <laughs> pieces of paper for five dollars each and then someone else <laughs> he sold them. <laughs> and then someone else was like, "That's a good idea." And then just started drawing the principal and various ladies in our class, Ooh. and then got caught and was sent to the principal's office. Where, bear in mind, the principal just burned the book in front of him, in front of the school. My elementary school. On hindsight, you look back and you were like, "What errors we were making on every like the entire staff should have been fired." There was a there was a teacher who never didn't wear sunglasses. I would immediately walk into that school right now if I was a parent and be like, you take those fucking sunglasses off. I'm not going to. Well, then you're fired. You're fucking fired. You creep. I don't know what you, because he's wasn't blind, not a medical condition. I think that guy was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
I always think back on like I feel for English teachers because they just have to. There'll be one sec the creative writing course, and they're like at the end they must be like I gotta read thirty of the worst stories. Oh my god! Ever I can't wait to read. Yeah, and you know, like two of the kids have been like, "This is about an English teacher, and he's a fucking loser." <laughs> yeah. That'd be sick. No, they're all like fucking. And then it turned out it was the dad, the dad the whole time. We all knew it was the fucking dad. You think you're fucking smart? Hey, Candace, Candace, Candace. I fucked your dad. What? I didn't. But you're gonna you're gonna remember that for a while. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh. Anyway, yeah. If you don't jack off, jack off. If you do, do. But whatever you do, please don't become a Nazi. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. You could join us on the internet. Twitter, Instagram, at Dylan Gott, at the John Hastings, TikTok as well. If you want to give your information to, just give us your information. Give okay. us your financial Cambridge codes. Like, I remember them. That's awesome. And then uh, we'll be doing next week E Bombs World. Dylan, I'll see you then for more uh, knowledge on soundboards. Thank you so much for your time, listeners. Check out mm-hmm. our Patreon, check out our social medias, listen to all the times we plug those things. Thank you.